Hello and welcome. You have tuned in to Prayer on the Air. I'm so glad you're listening. I am so glad you're here. If you think of meditation as something that brings you into deeper and deeper states of mindfulness, just consider prayer to be the avenue to bring you in deeper and deeper states of heartfulness, full of heart, full of love, full of a sense that with love for you, nothing can be against you. We come together to realize more fully that you are, I am, we are held. So let's begin today just pausing for a moment, breathing together. How is it possible that you are held right now? How is it possible? How is it possible that I am held right now? We can begin just by referencing gravity. We share that in common in this holy instant. Gravity is tethering you perfectly to planet Earth. You are buoyed at the same time you are held in space and in time. Perhaps a foundation of a building is holding you, a a home. Somebody built that foundation. Perhaps it's a concrete sidewalk, or maybe you're listening while you're walking on a trail somewhere, and someone cleared that path that your hike or your walk could be held, even guided, even directed. Maybe you're sitting in a chair or lying on a bed and the bed, the chair is holding you. And perhaps you could realize that whether it's the bed or the chair or the trail, that love has something to do with it. Love has something to do with it. And so from here, we just allow ourselves to consider the possibility of an invisible, loving intelligence, the deep I am, may be holding you, may be holding me. We just open to the possibility. And whether we refer to this possibility as the vastness that is too or the the um, that which is va- too vast to be known. I think of that as one of my favorite definitions of God. Another beautiful definition of God is just simply possibility. Possibility is holding you. And of course, love, love. God is love, love. Love is holding you. Love is holding me. And this love, all it needs is a witness. And it does take, doesn't it? A sort of leap, if you will, a leap, a faith leap to be willing to enter this possibility. It's been said, Zen mind, beginner's mind is required. Or if we reference Christian mysticism, 
You must be like a child to enter the kingdom. I must be childlike to enter the kingdom of love holding me, love holding you, love holding all that is important to you, love surrounding that which concerns you, love even perfecting what concerns you. This is what prayer invites us to do. It invites us to let go and to make space, to let go and to make space. I think today, often when people um, are actually praying for one another, instead of saying, I'll pray for you, they'll say, I'll hold space for you. I'll hold space for you. So letting go, making space. And what are we letting go of? It's always the thing that is the stuff of stress. It's fear. Letting go of fear and making room that our awareness that love is our own nature. We let love enter and we have room for miracles. So again, I welcome you. I'm so grateful you are here with me, listening, and you're here with one another. You're here with one another. We are together in a global prayer. I call it like a global prayer tribe. We could consider ourselves a global prayer laboratory where we're really considering, do each of us have some healing power? Is the love that I am, is it capable of of reaching you? And can my love or the love that I am, can it make a difference to you? Can the love that you are make a difference to me? Can the love that we are make a difference to one another? Can we together collaboratively hold space for one another? You know, I could start talking about my problems and you might get bored in two minutes like, oh, you know, enough already. And yet whatever I'm talking about is, you know, really, really important to me and it's freaking me out. Right. So you might not be as bothered by what bothers me. I might not be as bothered by what bothers you. Somebody else may, oh, they may have already moved through something you're going through. And so they're especially qualified to say, this is going to be okay. I've walked this particular voyage and it is okay, truly okay. So in prayer, we're always leaning on one another's strengths and, you know, covering each other in relationship to our particular weaknesses. Again, I welcome you. You are entering into a field of prayer and The way our time together works is I invite you, and I'm inviting you now, raise your hand if you have tuned in via the telephone, you've called up the number that you receive via email, and you just press star two, and I get to talk to you. You get to tell us what's going on and what you want prayer for, and I facilitate the prayer, inviting us all to create space for you. So press star two. I invite you. Notice if it's in your heart moving you. Just press star two. And if you are tuning in where I think 
most of us tune in just from clicking that link on the computer. So for you, you'll see a little square in your box and you just type in your comment, your request, and I read it and you get the same thing. You get prayer for whatever is going on. And it can be uh, anything very personal for you. It could be something in relationship to how you want prayer related to uh, something that might be for your community, for your nation, for the world. So all prayers welcome. And I always like to say, like, there's no prayer too superficial for me. <laughs> and there's no prayer too deep. We can go both places, okay? So we will begin with our opening prayer, and then we will launch into our prayer request. Also, if you are listening, I meant to say this earlier, via iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, any of the uh, places through which Prayer on the Air is streamed, go to AngelaMontano.com, AngelaMontano.com. My last name is spelt, spelt like the state of Montana, only an O at the end. Montano, AngelaMontano.com. And there's a banner there, and you can sign up for Prayer on the Air to get the email so you can come to the call live uh, via your computer or your um, phone if the time works for you. And I, I welcome you. It's it's wonderful to have all these all of us live, and it's wonderful to have uh, listening um, later because it reboots, if you will, it reinvigorates all prayers. So it's all I trust it is divinely orchestrated in time, and I want you to have the opportunity to join us live if you like. So we begin now with our opening prayer. Take a breath with me. Prayer from the heart has achieved what nothing else in the world can. Prayer from the heart achieves what nothing else in the world can. Gandhi. We consider his inspirational words. He also said prayer is not an old woman's idle amusement. Properly understood and applied, it is the most potent instrument of action. Of action? We come together in this opening prayer to call upon our own heart that we may be ever deeper in our own sincerity. Prayer from the heart, that means sincerely, achieves. Interesting. Sincerity achieves. In in prayer, it certainly does. We come together to be both willing to pray from our hearts and to achieve what nothing else in the world can. I often think about the Bible phrase, the meek shall inherit the earth. I wonder if that is referencing the meek of ego. So we're getting out of our own way. Ralph Waldo Emerson says, get my bloated nothingness out of the way. That we may 
truly pray from our hearts for ourselves, I always say, include yourself and one another and the whole wide world. I place no limit upon the power of our prayer, your prayer, my prayer, our prayer in this holy instant. I claim and declare that prayer is properly understood and applied. I lean into those words from Gandhi, properly understood and applied. May we properly understand and apply prayer that it may be a potent instrument of action in consciousness that materializes through the reality of faith. I accept this prayer time together, prayer on the air. This prayer on the air is blessed and I allow and I let it be And I say thank you. I am grateful. I am thankful. I accept that that which is to be said is said. What is to be heard is heard. What is to be released is released. And that which is to be embraced is embraced. So be it. So be it. So be it. And so it is. Amen. 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 So every week we have brand new people. Again, welcome. And then we have, I'm so grateful for everyone who continues to tune in weekly. And one of those people is Eileen. And uh, she's not here today, I know, because she sent me an email And she's in surgery today, uh, which is a good, wonderful surgery. And we're just blessing her. And just knowing that within and around this surgery, there is all love and only love. That every instrument being used, doctors, nurses, technicians, are all a beautiful orchestration, a beautiful, holy sound. And all aspects of this surgery are working together like you would imagine an orchestra would for the good and greater good of Eileen. So I just simply say yes to our blessing, Eileen, in this awareness. So be it. And so it is. Amen. 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 Ah, so we'll go straight to the telephone here and uh, again, star two to raise your hand and it looks like I'm in California, um, 1775, if that's the last Hello. Hi. And, Hi, and, it's Allie in San Francisco. Hi, Allie. I'm so glad you called in. What What would you like prayer for? I guess a couple of things I would, I'm feeling a little bit of, I guess what people have described as sort of pandemic fatigue or this sort of sense of weariness that I think, especially for me shows up in, I am um, sort of remote caregiver for my, for my father-in-law in the middle of this pandemic. And it has been very, very challenging and mm. very, tiring and I sometimes feel 
I'm just like so filled with worry trying to keep him safe, trying to figure out ways to take care of him, trying to uh, protect him, protect assets. You know, it just feels um, impossible. <laughs> it feels it feels impossible. And so I feel like I'm at that point of surrender. And so I raise my hand as a like, oh, my gosh, I just I surrender. I, I can't do it. I, I can't do it. I don't know how to keep him safe in the middle of all of this, you know, and it's and it's just got me so weary trying to uh trying to do that. And um and the other thing is that I had a, a very good friend of mine die yesterday and I, I was not able to be with her, you know, in this time in this pandemic time. It's so weird to know how to navigate and, you know, grief and uh, not being able to be present in more familiar ways. And I feel this loss all by myself. I feel so Mm. lonely and weary and just tired. Yes. What is your friend's name or her first name or his first name? Her name was Elizabeth. Elizabeth. How did you meet Elizabeth? Oh, I, I've known her for about 10 years. We met in recovery together, and she was a very special friend to me. And and, um, and she had been struggling with pancreatic cancer for, um, for the last couple of years. And before the pandemic, I was able to visit her in person and spend time with her in person. But it's been harder, you know, now for her to have any kind of contact, you know. Um, so it's been, it's very, it's very weird to, uh, yes. feel a, oh, just so lonely. It just feels very lonely. Yes. Yes. So I'm going to talk a little bit in relationship to everything you say, but I want to ask you one question, one more question before I do. In all of this time of the pandemic and everything, can you think of one thing that like has helped you like like one you know like when you do have any relief like what help what what helps with that mm. well certainly these um these are our weekly prayer calls prayer i i I do a lot of prayer and meditation and reading and um and nature you know just that I have this this hill by my house. I call it Prayer Hill because I like to go up uh-huh. on top of this hill and pray. And and I see the world. And I, I can see where my father-in-law lives from that hill, you know, mm-hmm. so I can send blessings in all directions, you know. And that really comforts me, the trees and the sky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So... I think you're so wise and I I'm so grateful to to be with you in this and I'm sure all of us I mean everything you're saying I'm relating to in one way or another you know this pandemic fatigue and the weariness and you know so I I think your 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 awareness of surrender you know is 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 the order of the day and i want to speak into you know when we let go how do we let go and when i hear your caring for your uh 
father-in-law. It is father-in-law, you said, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I hear you do what so many of us do, which is, you know, I can feel this sense of, like, responsibility. Like, it's your responsibility to keep him safe. You even mentioned it's your responsibility to um, protect his assets, I think you said. You know, mm-hmm. so the metapsychiatrist Anne Tremaine Lintor, she has a term for this, and she calls it the hell of personal responsibility. And I know we grow up hearing, be responsible, be responsible, you know, be a responsible adult. And we think, well, we can't be too responsible. Like, isn't that like one of the hallmarks of uh, maturity? But from a spiritual point of view, we absolutely can be too responsible. Because we we are, in essence, the hell of personal responsibility is when we, we innocently appoint ourselves God, Right? I've got to protect his assets. I've got to keep him safe. And mm-hmm. it's a, it's it's like being caught in a vice. You you want the best for him. You've taken on this extreme responsibility and there's no room for you in that. Um when you say it's impossible, it is impossible. That's clarity. It's impossible for you to be author and architect of what happens next and how it all goes. And so what we want to have occur here in this surrender for you is where you and we're all supporting you and, you know, everyone who's praying um, for Allie, you know, you include yourself in this because this is, this is, again, as I said, a pretty universal sort of, uh, you know, sort of conundrum so many of us find ourselves in, is it's about you letting higher power, the I am presence, God, love, whatever you call it, Allie, it's about letting that take care of you and your father-in-law. You know, where you put your higher power, God, large and in charge, it, life, love, is in charge of itself in, through, and as your father-in-law. And yes, you're holding space and you're, um, you know, open, receptive to being used by the I am presence, but it is not his care, his safety, his financial well-being is not your responsibility. Your responsibility instead is to listen to the still small voice within. Your 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 shifting from the hell of personal responsibility to more of an attitude of speak Lord, your servant heareth. You know, guide me, I'm all yours. And that guidance might be take a nap. That guidance might be Binge watch six episodes of some comedy. That inner guidance might be take a trek up the prayer hill. That inner guidance might say leave the dirty dishes in the sink. You know, I'm I'm choosing things that are less responsible on purpose, you know, so you can loosen up with this hell 
of personal responsibility. It is a terrible burden that we were never meant. You were not created to be someone else's God. Now, I'll tell you where a lot of people are living inside this hell realm is in parenting. A lot of people, it doesn't matter if their child is 50 years old or two years old. It's like, oh, my God, I've got to do everything right by this person, this being. And it, it takes a lot of fun out of parent out of being a parent. Um, and even that term parenting is a term that um, is, is rather, it, it, it's only started getting used in the way it's used today as a verb in, in the past, you know, 25 years. You know, before then, yes, you loved your child, you cared for them, but you weren't in charge of everything. You know, so I feel like that tendency to think in terms of that kind of hell of responsibility then bleeds over, if you will, into all kinds of caregiving, right, to your father-in-law, for example. So before I go on, how's this sound? How's this landing as you listen? I uh, uh very much resonates for me i i feel like there's on the other side of all of those words that you said i i the word trust comes to mind yes. you know like 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 trusting like there's the there's the invitation for me is is to trust you know because i see those areas where i start to move into controlling or you know, all those things that come up and um, and trust lies on the other side of it always yes. for me. Yeah, that's so beautiful. I love those two words. I actually love three words you spoke of. One is impossible, like it's impossible for mm-hmm. me and my words would be, you know, to be someone else's God or even my own God, right? That's a burden too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I love your word surrender. It's surrender time. And then on the other side of that is, is, is activating trust. I surrender, I trust. I surrender, I trust. And, and replacing what many of us do, well, I don't know. I'm only speaking for myself here. But, you know, I, I tend to ruminate and worry, ruminate and worry, you know. And mm-hmm, I can just flip mm-hmm. it to surrender and trust. You know, I, I tend to like to sadly overthink things and then worry about the different outcomes so it's like Mm -hmm. shifting from ruminating and worry to surrender and trust or um you know yeah so that's the first thing now to your beautiful 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 friend elizabeth i just want you to take heart that you are with her even as she has made her transition and the love that you share is as real and full as Ever. And you're believing you've been absent because of COVID. And I understand what you're saying. Like, it's so weird. I can't physically have been there for her. And that is weird. Yes. And on the deeper level, you are with her. You were with her. And she's with you now. And I would love for you to do some kind of ritual of some kind, like write a letter to her in your journal or talk out loud to her as you go up the prayer hill. And just, you know, we, we're going to pray now, but just, you know, 
in your gratitude for the friendship. And the people that we meet in rooms like recovery, it's a bullshit free zone. You know, you meet Mm -hmm. heart connected loves Mm -hmm. in those rooms. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you are like that start of of a friendship 10 years ago. That's solid. And that's Mm -hmm. solid in the eternal. That's forever. So um, I just encourage you to do something that that signifies your friendship. I one of the things I do that helps when people pass and I've done this quite a bit through the pandemic is I will light a candle in their honor and it 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 helps me as a human feel I am honoring the extraordinary shift because even as life is eternal as she is free and soaring in the greater uh, expression of her being it's just so shocking isn't it that she's not on the planet right now in a body like you right it's mm-hmm. it's hard to gr- get our head around that. So lighting a candle, I think these rituals, simple as they are, help us move the energy and help us accept and adjust. So anything else you want to say before we we begin our prayer? No, I don't think so. I think that feels very complete. Beautiful. What a joy it is to know that right where Allie is, an infinite loving intelligence is, is, is. Not dormant, not a noun. Again, it's been said, why is the word God a noun? Why not a verb and the most active verb of all? So this movement of love, loving, ising is occurring right where Allie is. I acknowledge there to be infinite movement of God and grace that is supporting her here and now to to allow and let this surrender fill her mind, body, and soul. I let go. I let go. I let go. We reference that first page of the Holy Bible that says, let there be light. Let, let, let. Such a powerful word. Sounds so It sounds so passive, let, but it's let, let, let go. And so I'm knowing something magnificent is happening for Allie and all of us in the let go, let go. And in this let go, there's surrender. There is surrender. I let go. And then we call forth exactly what Allie spoke, trust. The activation of trust. I am knowing for Allie that the movement of trust is not even her trusting in God or trusting in life or trusting in a higher power. It's the trust of God, the trust of higher power, the trust of love moving itself as Allie. This is what we celebrate and say yes to. The activation of the energy, the vitality, the reality of trust itself coming online, fully orbed in, through, and as Allie. I celebrate this. And from this awareness of trust, I'm knowing there is trust in relationship to the divine um, 
connection where Elizabeth is. And we bless and bless and bless Elizabeth that there is a way in which Elizabeth's journey is divinely ordered and orchestrated. And through the release of the body temple and her own expression in the greater knowingness of the love that she is, I'm just envisioning these wings just unfurling. And I'm seeing Elizabeth in her spirit take flight like she always knew is possible. And I accept Elizabeth in her freedom is blessing Allie and and blessing each and every one of us here. I say thank you, thank you, thank you. And I bless this holy friendship where Allie and Elizabeth is to be ongoing in the mystery of life. I say thank you for this and so much more. I release this word. We release this word, letting go and letting God, letting love. So be it. And so it is. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Ah, So we just allow and let just a... the vibration of this prayer. We just notice it. Notice what's going on in your body as we just let the heartfulness, the prayerfulness move us. And we move to Marianne in Denmark. Hello, Marianne, who's written in. Thank you for this beautiful opportunity to be together in prayer. I would like to ask for a prayer for my girlfriend and I. We are both in great pain. And my girlfriend has closed down her love so many times before. I'm sorry and doubt if I can keep being shut out. I want to give her space and peace, but I also want to be together in this difficult time. I understand why She does not, but that does not change the fact that I do not feel well. I so want to take care of her, and I want to take care of myself. I do not know how I can bring her peace and healing, and I am hurt by her rejection. We were supposed to move in together, and now we are not. It feels like extra violent now because... I am on sick leave with stress and do not have that much energy. I want her love so much that I almost feel like I'm becoming unloving toward myself. We are so good when we are together and feeling good. And it's so cold when she cuts me off completely. I am despaired. I get so much love from God and I feel I have to give and be patient for her, and I am hurting. And I know there is so much more to take care of in this world, but right now, this is what fills me. Thank you for reading this. Oh, Marianne. Ah. So whatever fills you, whatever sense of separation you have from your good, from your joy, it's always what we want to bring into prayer. You're saying like, oh, I know there's more, but this is what fills me. Like this is what is happening in your world. So I am wondering if the prayer and the work we just did for Allie, I'm just wondering how that may speak to you. 
I'm feeling like the prayer energy of of that is is for you too. So um, I'm going to speak about that and we're going to pray. So surrender. You know, it it's clear as you write that in some way, and it's understandable. This is not an unusual thing, but you know, you are making her your girlfriend, your source for feeling good. You have a script of what she should do and shouldn't do, should be and shouldn't be, how she should let you in, not let you out. You're taking, you know, obviously it feels very personal to you. You know, you feel rejected as you write and you wouldn't if she would, you know, speak to you, move in with you. And so that's where we want to begin unhooking. That's the let go. You know, offer the relationship to the God of your own understanding, to the deep I within. So I do sense that there's an invitation from the universe, if you will, to let go. To let go and to trust whatever is meant to be will be according to the intelligence of love itself. And I don't know what that is. You know, I have a spiritual teacher who used to say, you know, that, you know, a lot of times people will pray themselves into something and later they just pray themselves out of it, you know. Like often we think we know what we need to do or what something should look like or who should be this way or that way. And maybe there's some greater awareness or, or, or greater, maybe there's a different context that you may not see. And so anytime we let go to love, it's always, the result is always what serves love. So when you said, I feel like I'm, 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 I'm becoming unloving toward myself. That's a good uh, indication that you've definitely, you know, made her your source for love. You know, you, you say, I want her love so much. Let go. Let go. Let go. There's only one love, and it is the love of God. And that love circulates throughout the planet as a love from a child to a mother, a mother to a child, a sister to a brother, a brother to an uncle, a daughter-in-law to a father-in-law. Um, it circulates between lovers and all different kinds of friends and relationships. My point is, yes, the love expresses in many varieties. It's like a, a beautiful jewel that, you know, when you when you move it in the light, different uh, you know, fractures and angles of it shine. So there's a plethora of expressions of love, but there is only one love. It is the love I am, the love you are. And so you connect to love, you stay true to love, you love yourself, and loving her is letting go. Love is letting go. And let the love realize itself however it's meant to. So, of course, we're releasing attachment, easy said, but, but you've got to know that with love for you, nothing can be against you. And if love isn't expressing in through and as this relationship, then it's not, it's, you know, people are in our life for a reason, a season, a lifetime. So we want to pray non-attachment. 
surrender, and then trust. Trust implies non-attachment. Okay? I, I really feel for you because I am attached to many things. I want this a certain way and that a certain way. Surrender and trust. Surrender and trust. We're all in this together, Marianne. Letting go, releasing our agendas, and saying, okay, love, reveal yourself in a way that is truly in alignment with the nature of love itself. So let us pray for Marianne and, you know, more in other prayer on the airs than this one. You know, I often will repeat, like, use whatever prayer that's coming forward for yourself, even as you give generously your awareness of love, love for Marianne. Remember, love always circulates in attitudes of non-judgment. You know, our prayer on the air is not an advice show where you listen and judge and get advice. There's no judgment. We are fully, anytime we're in prayer, we are in non-judgment. Non-judgment. And so from non-judgment, we we just open to the love. And we let love reveal itself in through an ass. Marianne. So how deeply grateful I am to accept the movement, the energy, the vitality, the perfection of love is true and real and occurring, occurring, occurring in, through, and as Marianne. I give thanks for this beautiful course correction, any way in which Marianne would make someone out there her source for love give it to me give it to me give it to me i need it from you i need it from you i need it from you in a certain way please in a certain way please everybody knows that's not the way you give love please give it to me the way i need it we're letting that whole script go god is i am all the love of the universe is right where Mary Ann is. I claim, I declare that Mary Ann is an opening. I see an opening. I see an opening. She is an opening for love. Letting love love the way love loves. I claim for Mary Ann that where she is, the consciousness of trusting love, trusting love, love, trusting itself in through and as Marianne. This is what I bear witness to. I claim a deep and profound release and surrender of all agenda, all the shoulding, should, 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 related to this relationship. I offer it to the deep love of this universe to be restored, to be renewed, to be directed, to be guided according to its own nature, love. For this and so much more, I am grateful. The word spoken bears fruit and I let it be. I let it be. And I accept this prayer for all of us in ways it is prayer medicine. We just receive it knowing there's always places, well, for most of us, where there's some agenda, some shooting, we just offer it to God, surrender trust, surrender trust, let go, let love. I say yes, and so it is. 
Amen, Amen, Amen. So we're going to move on with our written request. Uh, Nancy, hi, Dayton. Uh, Please pray for my daughter, Sarah, who has three biopsies scheduled next week as a result of a mammogram. Also, please pray for a friend who is in the hospital to have her heart medication adjustment. Her name is Mavis. I am so grateful for this time together with prayer warriors. I know that so many people are facing challenges at this time. Thank you for your prayers. So we just surround Sarah. Beautiful, beautiful Sarah. In an awareness of love at the very center of her being and at the circumference. And related to all things regarding the biopsies that are being scheduled, we're knowing that it's a holy movement of love. No fear, all love, all health, all wholeness, all joy, all peace. This is what we're witnessing on behalf of Sarah. The love, the peace, the health, the well-being being revealed in deeper, greater, more magnificent ways. I accept that Sarah goes forward to have these biopsies in a way in which she goes to be blessed and to be a blessing. I accept all is well, all is God. I trust in the movement of the divine unfolding for this. I'm deeply grateful. I'm knowing that where Mavis is, that there's a beautiful shift occurring. There's an even more wonderful attunement of divine right relationship for her and and medicine for her beautiful heart, beautiful medicine for her beautiful heart. So we bless the doctors, the actual medicine itself and her beautiful heart finding divine right relationship with this beautiful medication and Mavis's beautiful heart. We bless and bless. And let us bless Nancy. Peace be still and know the I am presence is God. Related to your friend, your daughter, God's got this. Love is in charge. Surrender, trust, surrender, trust. Allie brought us into our theme for this episode of Prayer on the Air. So I'm grateful and thankful. And so it is. Amen. 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 You know, as Nancy says, she's grateful to be with these prayer warriors. I have a friend, a colleague who used to teach a class and and it was called Prayer Warriors. And she confided in me once like, you know, I, I feel so weird, like calling it Prayer Warriors. I couldn't think of anything else, but like war. Why am I calling it war? Warriors, you know? And I thought, uh-huh, and I didn't think of, about it much after that, or I actually did, really. And I, I couldn't think of anything. And just now I'm seeing prayer warriors. And I'm just wondering if we should call ourselves, and not that we have to call ourselves anything, but I don't know. It finally occurred to me, like, duh, I should have had a VA, that we're prayer lovers. You know, prayer lovers. We're lovers. We're lovers. Anyway, my epiphany this morning. 
Okay, we will move now to our telephone. And let's see. Eight zero zero seven. Hello. It looks like New York. Hi, Angela. It's Jean Marie. Hey, Jean Marie. I'm so thankful for your call. Mm, so glad you're here. I don't here. like to schedule anything. Ah, I can help it. That's so nice. Before I ask for my prayers, I wanted to mention I got an email from HeartMath, mm-hmm. and they suggested we go into our heart and send our love to an individual. But sit and even do it off and on during the day if we can. And, but sit in that love and send it out to the universe. I and love that. I'm sure they're reaching thousands of people. <laughs> and I don't know if I got it from you, but I wanted to share something that's really helped me a lot because I get so much empathy from people. But I was told or heard or read or something to open my top of my head, and like I've there's like wires coming down in and to bring the wires down in my head to let go of taking on everybody and closing my head back up and then I bring it down into my heart and I have found that really helps beautiful like stopping my thinking but and your your call your call you're calling forth like the wires from the cosmos kind of right. like beautiful well, and from yeah, and it, you know, because you're attached to, like, other people's fears right. and thoughts and pain. That's really good, and that's really yeah, good really for like empaths, that. yes. Yeah, that's what it was for. Excellent. I love I love both of the things you shared. And, um, you know, this idea of, you know, enter your heart into the love and then send your love to an individual, you know, that is... That is a way to pray, and that is prayer. And so I love your articulation, your simple articulation of that. You know, so much powerful prayer is done silently, and that's a silent movement in consciousness, you know. And so let's all do this right now with – with um well, I, do you want to say something else, though? I, I, I know yeah, I Yeah, I do have four, I four prayers you gotta, I'd like to ask for. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> but, one okay. is Erin, my granddaughter, who has a neighbor who has cameras on their house. Mm-hmm. And um, she's been under a lot of stress. And we've been, my daughter and I have been saying, just send him love and know that something's wrong with this man. <laughs> He's got pails at the end of his driveway and takes his car out and puts the pails back and I just like prayer for her and her family. Okay. And I That's like your granddaughter? For, yeah. Erin. Okay. Erin. And Audrey and Carol, they both went in the hospital at the beginning of December. And Carol went in for something else and she got COVID in the hospital and she had it twice. Oh. And she's home now but mm-hmm. she's not liking the oxygen twenty four seven at all. Mm-hmm. I mean she's she's off. Not open to it. And Audrey is in quarantine now with an inflammation in her colon and intestines. It's uh, very serious. I guess it's very dangerous. And I would like prayer. Uh, some of it you've already said, like, oh, like, oh. But I've been taking intensive classes with the Sufis, and I've mm-hmm. opened to feelings of many years of loss. I got. I found a video of the doctor that 
discuss the classes. And his first question on depression is, what is the deepest part of my depression? Mm-hmm. And I wrote on that. And I've written on this stuff several times and counseled on it several times. But I finally opened my heart. I guess mm-hmm. I'm getting something out of the class. And it's mm-hmm. been so painful, especially years of loss I had, especially with family members. Mm-hmm. And I'd like prayer for self-love and being open to remove what they call more of the veils on my heart and open and, and really feel that oneness with God. Okay. Okay, beautiful. Thank you. Ah, so I want to do a few different things here, and uh, I'm going to speak to what you're asking prayer for. I'll move into prayer, but and first, I just want us to see if we can together, individually, with the support of one another, just feel love in our hearts. See if you can feel any love in your heart. You may not. It's okay. Some days we don't have it to give it. We always have it, but some days we can't locate it. It's okay. But for anyone and everyone who can kind of connect to some love in your heart, just find that. And now choose someone to send it to. And and send it. Okay, beautiful. So, ah, so Jean Marie, I want to speak a little bit to your the pain and the years of loss and the connecting to the deepest part of your depression and or you know really the pain. You know, you are as you know, and from a as a person who is a Sufi uh, student and probably a scholar in some way already, you know that when pain comes forward in the kind of process you're doing, it is being exposed to the light. It's being exposed to the light of truth. So the more you can breathe through the pain and know that you're witnessing the pain, you're allowing it up. It's only coming up for healing. It's only coming up for healing and help. And, and, you know, when you speak of the years and the years of loss or the great losses, I'm thinking of someone I uh, listened to once. His name is Brother Ishmael Tete, and he spoke on lose your sense of loss. And, you know, in the experiences of loss, as we move deeper into trust, there is an opportunity to I don't I don't know if this will resonate but it's it's like there's a peace with what occurred in the awareness that it couldn't have occurred any other way. It actually had to occur the way it did. And there's peace in that and you can just kind of chew on that and see what that what it brings you. It, it, it could not have occurred any other way. And, you know, I think one of the reasons we don't, 
process loss more fully is because it's so painful to think it should have happened another way. It could have happened another way. And in releasing that in humility, we let the light in and we move into a very holy space in consciousness of acceptance. And we get to be present. So let us move into prayer in this moment. Let us know together where Erin is, love is, all is well with her home and her neighbor. We just bless the, just the whatever's going on there with cameras or pails or this or that. We just bless this neighbor. We bless Erin and let us affirm the movement of love happening in relationship to the neighbor and Erin. Safety, love, well-being for all, harmlessness, joy, peace. I'm knowing where Audrey is. I'm knowing um, vitality. I'm knowing a calm. Uh, I'm knowing balance. I'm knowing the movement of health itself, restoring, restoring, restoring. And I'm know, knowing for Carol, great gratitude for the oxygen. I'm knowing the oxygen, oxygenating her body temple in ways that are good and very good. I'm knowing for her peace and love around the oxygen take. I'm knowing gratitude that she is home now. I'm knowing restoration, recovery, renewal for Audrey, for Aaron, for Carol, and for Jean Marie. I'm knowing a letting go, a letting go, a letting go. I'm knowing all that is the pain being brought forward is is being offered to the light. And I'm knowing love and well-being. I bless Jean Marie in the inner work that she's doing. There's people like Jean Marie doing very powerful inner work and it actually blesses all of us because we are all one. And I give thanks for the powerful work she's doing on behalf of humanity in her own consciousness. I say thank you. I let go. I let God. And so it is. Amen. 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 Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. Oh, so I thank everyone for joining me and us joining one another in prayer. I know there were and are other uh, calls. Know that whatever you called with is delivered into the prayer field here and now. And that's the same for the prayer requests. I actually do read through all the prayer requests after the call. So just know that <clears throat> and know that uh, the wide and the, um, I don't know if wideness is the world, but I'm just saying the circle of prayer that we share, it's, it's big enough for the unsaid. The unsaid is welcome um, in the circle to be truly touched by our consciousness. So again, I just speak this deep and powerful word that I am, you are, we are holding space. 
And it's really a it's a letting go. May we collectively for ourselves and one another let go of fear and make space and that space that we make that is the energy of love out of which miracles come forward. Now I know I could say, well, I could let go of your fear. And you might say to me, I'd let go of yours. But our fear is so personal to us, to us. Our, our own worries, our own doubts, right? We're all in, enmeshed and, and invested in our own. And that's what we're offering to one another. Will you hold this for me? I, uh, you know, and I'm going to, I'll hold that for you. Because we're not plugged into each other's stuff, if you will, like we are in our own. So we're just giving it all to one another to hold. Releasing, 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 and opening, 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 opening. I accept that I am, you are, we are safe in the truth of divine love, and everyone and everything we love is safe. I claim profound relaxation. I claim the triumphant tone of truth reverberating, radiating from within you, me, and all those whom we love. May we witness the one life of wholeness itself, unfurling, expressing in through and as all. I say thank you, and so it is. Amen. 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 I want to just again thank you so much. I'm going to unmute everyone to just say have a beautiful week and And let's really truly feel one another's prayer energy through the week. So one, two, three, we're all unmuted. Thank you.